Right, folks, welcome to the Chris Voss Show podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys being here this morning. Welcome to your day and uh, all the bright bushy tales of you out there. Welcome to the podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys. Be sure to go to iTunes and other places to review the show. We certainly appreciate it if you take your time to do that and uh, all that good stuff. Let's get into tech news. What's going on in our world today? What's it about? What does it all mean, Chris? What does it all mean? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you what I think. Uh, and I'm not sure that that's even going to be right either. So take it with whatever grain of salt you want. We just like the entertainment, Chris, when there is some. Anyway, guys, uh, according to TechCrunch, the U.S., the U.K., and South Korea are dismantling one of the largest child exploitation dark web sites. Jesus Christ, with over 200,000 unique videos, there's that many of them? Oh, my God. Can we just all put these people with Jared from Subway in the prison uh, over and 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 uh, castrate them as well? Over three dozen people have arrested. Um, you know, I I'm I'm up for putting child pornography up alongside with murder, death row time, because these folks don't ever change. I mean, it's not once they get this sort of locked in fetish, they don't change. Um, and uh, I'm sorry if you reach that point. Uh, where you're being this heinous to uh, a young group of people, um, you, you probably just shouldn't be here anymore. That's just my opinion, and uh, take it for, as a grain of salt for what you want. The damage these people cause over people's lifetime is far worse than um, is is up there with murder because the damage is is definitely real and they change people's lives and destroy the people's lives in many cases anyway this is really awesome uh this is according to TechCrunch. uh it's really sad to think that there are places like this on the web i think uh i think a few weeks ago or a week or so ago i was reading a report that there is more child porn on the web than ever before and a disturbing amount of a portion of the web um so uh it's good that we're getting this stuff shut down and shutting these people down um, it's it's just heinous beyond belief. Let's move on to the next story. The Verge is reporting that a source from the FCC has formally approved the merger between T-Mobile and Sprint on a party line vote. Democrats are dissenting. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, T-Mobile and Sprint, uh, we've both done reviews for both companies. Uh, they both just kind of seem to be um, kind of a second tier sort of uh, technology um, uh, after... AT&T and Verizon um and uh, of course Sprint owns a whole lot of the kind of bottom tier stuff they own like uh oh what is it they own uh, you know all the free stuff like Virgin and Virgin Phone and and uh, Metro I think they own as well uh and and their networks are never that great uh T-Mobile is better than Sprint uh but it might be good if if they all uh, I don't know, work together to make something that competes better with Verizon and uh, AT&T. I don't know how I feel about this uh, merger. I don't know. Maybe it'll work for them. Who knows? Uh, the Google Pixel 4 is out. We're hoping to get one from AT&T to review. Uh, this is um, a few different features they have. The uh, There's the 5.7-inch Pixel 4. It's running 799 uh, wow, that's cheaper than some of the other competitive phones out there in the market, and probably better because you're going to get the direct uh, from Google updates. I've been kind of jelly because the Pixels get the updates first, and uh, even my Samsung Galaxy, it takes a while to come because uh, AT&T has got to 
you know, do their build of it. You know, Verizon has to do the same. All of them have their own different things that we have to stack it to work with their systems. And I get it. But, uh, wow, that's a pretty inexpensive darn price for uh, what should be a fairly good phone. The uh, Pixel 4 XL is $899 with gesture recognition. Ooh, i got to look into that. What is that about? Uh, two rear cameras, including one with a telephoto lens, coming October 24th. Um, you know, I really question, and I'm cracking on everybody here, so don't, uh, don't get after me. Uh, but I really question, you know, I've seen the iPhone with the three lenses on the back. You know, for years I've had these great companies send me all these different lenses and all these different add-ons. And you know how much time I used them past the review? Mm, almost never. Uh, and, it, you know, it's having all that extra hardware, all that extra shit that can go wrong and break down on you. Uh, for me, when I looked at the iPhone, I mean, it seems like a great phone. Don't get me wrong. But when I looked at the back of the iPhone, I'm like, man, that's a lot of work to keep half the phone from free freaking getting scratched. Cause the, the one thing I hate is, is camera scratches that will drive me up a wall because once you get camera scratches, then your your you know, the camera will focus right, focus right. Your uh, film is going to be all messed up when, you know, you take a picture and there's like a line going through it. <laughs> so I don't know about all these phones that have all these uh, camera lenses, any of them, I'm not picking on one, just any of them. If they, if they have, you know, these different uh, camera lenses on them, it's just more to go wrong. And at, I don't know how much you're going to actually use them. I mean, are there, is every iPhone user taking telephoto pictures and all the different variants? I don't think so. Most people are just open their camera. And, and, and if anything, they're just taking selfies most times, especially if you're a gal, you're just taking selfies. You're not spending a whole lot of time with that camera face the other way. You're taking 500 selfies in front of the bathroom mirror. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You go, girl. But I'm just saying, does anybody really use that? Um, so, you know, I mean, and do you really need to pay for that? It seems like we've reached a world where most of these cell phones are so commoditized where they all seem to have everything. In fact, I got some, I got a phone here. Where do, Where's that phone that we have? I got a phone here that costs uh, two to three hundred bucks. What is it? It's the new phone. N U U, N U U. Man, I need to finish this second cup of coffee, don't I? N U U, new mobile. Um, these guys sent me some phones that uh, actually do really good at competing with the thing, and they're so cheap. If I had kids, I'd give them all these phones, and they do everything the the. My Samsung Galaxies do for the most part. I mean, you know, there's there's you're paying a lot less, but it's got a great camera, it's got great speed, it's got all the Android apps, the latest software. Uh, it does really well. So, um, you know, it seems like we reached this commodization where the only uh, improvements we can make are what? Adding more cameras? Is that where we're at with the phones? We've already made them as fast as they can go, Chris. We we can't. We can't make them any better. Hey, whatever, man. So there you go. Uh, the Pixel 4 has a technology called Motion Sense Radar. It's called Project Soli, S-O-L-I. And, um, and they uh, are running the gesture sensing 
uh, portion of the phone. It's going to be kind of interesting. It has a tiny radar chip inside of it, which allows you to swipe or wave your hand to do a few things. I'd like one that every time I see news about a certain president, I can flip my finger off to it and uh, the screen, and that would be gesture related. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it comes out with two rear cameras, a telephoto lens. It's coming out on October 24th. Um, so there you have it. It will also have its first voice recorder mobile app, which can just transcribe speech in real time without an internet connection. I really like that idea. I've been using a few different transcribers and working on my book and, uh, yeah, there's, uh, it's tough to find good ones you can really enjoy. Let me tell you that. Uh, it's going to have a dual camera system that has better zoom capability. According to them, live view HDR plus to fine tune shots revamped portrait mode and extends night sight to astrophotography. I guess that's the other new thing we're doing. We're becoming astrophotographyists. <laughs> I don't know, is that a thing? According to CNN, of course. Um, so, so what we're going to, we're now telescoping the sky. Is that what, <laughs> what the levels of photography you can do with a mobile phone? I don't know, man. Sounds like some hype to me. That's all I'm saying. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm that way, even though I love Google phones. I, you know what? I'm a skeptic. Show me the money. Um, it says it won't support. This is interesting. It won't support, according to VentureBeat, the Daydream mobile VR platform, which is being phased out as it also stops selling the Daydream viewer. Looks like uh, the uh, top VR is still going to be um, Oculus, I guess. They're just ruining the day. Uh, crazy stuff. According to TechCrunch, TikTok hires law firm KNL Gates to help it form a U.S. continent or content. The U.S. is a continent, so I was kind of close. <laughs> U.S. Content Moderation Committee, as current rules allow for double standard on political speech. Uh, we're starting to see this across a lot of different tech companies where they're trying to address how to be, uh, quote unquote, fair and balanced, if you take away the. The people who use that term as, as uh, the, ir the irony of it. Um, uh, Amazon, uh, according to Znet, says its consumer business has decommissioned its final Oracle database and migrated 75 petabytes, wow, in 7,500 Oracle databases to multiple AWS data services. That's a lot of data. That's a lot of backup of photos. I mean, I thought I've got almost like six gig of photos that I'm having to move around now between all my dogs. My dogs, I think, are like five gigs of it. And I think the rest is like, I don't know, pictures of me and food and like documents or something. I don't know. Uh, and uh, but 75 petabytes. Woo. That's a lot of that's a lot of copying, people. That's a lot of copying. It, it might take you, you know. Maybe more than five minutes to copy that over. Oh, uh, going back, I want to fall back to that TikTok article. TikTok, I guess, is uh, just getting more and more popular. I guess, uh, what's his face? Uh, the actor got on there. I forget his name. He was in a lot of great, he's been in a lot of great movies. He's a great actor. Uh, but he's over there doing some really great work. We're probably going to see more actors going over there. And it'll kind of have that Twitter effect. So I guess I need to start going over there and making stupid idiot videos. Um, to entertain people because God knows that's what we need more of. You know, we don't have enough YouTube as it is. <laughs> According to the independent after delays, the UK government quietly drops its controversial plan to implement an age verification requirement for porn websites. What? What? 
Wait, let me read this again. After the list of the UK government, age What? Why would you not do that? I mean, I can't. I, this is serious? This is freaking serious. They are going to drop its plan to implement age verification requirement for porn websites. What the freaking hell? Oh, my God. Wow. I can't log into an alcohol website without giving my age. Hell, if I log into a mature audience gamer site, you know, to buy a game or, or check out, you know, latest game like Ghost Recon or something like that. Um, I don't know about Ghost Recon, but I, I've been playing a few betas. But uh, there are certain mature video games that if you play, you have to enter your age just to be able to see the trailer. Um, I, I don't know what to think. That just boggles my mind. What are you doing, Internet? I mean, let me get this straight, UK government. So you don't want an age verification requirement for porn websites, but... We got to add all that stupid disclosure stuff about cookies to all of our websites in the tech world. Like that's more important. And if we don't, we can get like fine $10,000 or something because we didn't put up a notification saying what we do with our cookies. Man, you want to talk about having priorities wrong. Holy shit. Let's move on to something less depressing. Oh my God, that's awful, man. I, I'm still glad I don't have kids. I don't. I, I really feel for parents in this day and age because their kids can get into everything and anything on the internet. And I, I, I do love that as a child I was raised with a very limited amount of access to uh, different avenues of porn. Like at least I got to try like the basics first. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't just go right to, you know, some crazy weird fetish shit that i found on a website because i accidentally typed in the wrong search thing when i was i was trying to you know search tonka trunks trucks and i got uh i don't know people having sex with machines or something i don't know what you know you get the you get the gist of what i'm saying <laughs> uh i'm thinking about that whole reference i just made up and now i'm going oh wow that really is wrong um <laughs> Instead of Tonka trunks, it's Tonka. Okay, yeah, all right. People have sex with uh, construction machinery. <laughs> Make sure you get your tetanus shots, people. That just sounds like a whole tetanus nightmare. Anyway, um, you know, and what's funny is you know that there's three people in my audience right now who are Googling that shit. They're like, oh, yeah, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so whatever, man whatever uh TechCrunch linkedin launches events it's a new free tool to plan announce and invite people to meetups in the physical world starting october 17th in english-speaking countries uh it's kind of interesting to me i wonder if this is a competition for meetup.com well one thing i've been noticing on my meetup.com friends and i used to control a few groups groups on meetup.com um we work purchased it for a lot of money, probably more money than they should have purchased it. Uh, and now people on, on meetup.com are panicking because they're worried that uh, WeWork might go into BK, 
or might, uh, you know, fold as a whole, and they're thinking that meetup might go down. Now, I'm not saying that's what happened. What's happening? That's the perception out there of people who are uh, running things on Meetup.com, and and that site's been dead for so long. It's just, it's just sad. I used to be able to get really good groups, and and it's just declined over time as a thing, and um, and they just no one seems to care about it anymore, really, for showing up for those things. So it is kind of interesting. LinkedIn might be jumping into steal some of that business or space in fact uh you know someone should really jump into that space and take it over because it's failing miserably and uh certainly there needs to be better ways to meet up in the physical world etc etc of course people in vr now are disrupting that and making it so you can meet up in the vr world i've done that with a few of my friends and it's pretty cool you can you kind of like hang out with them even though they're across the the universe and you kind of feel like you're sitting around with them at the local bar. So it's cool that way. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter is uh, talking about a story about false starts and off-screen drama about Apple TV Plus finally making its debut with a slate of shows. Uh, they talk about inside Apple's steep learning curve with TV Plus in Hollywood. The company uh, already well outspent its projected $1 billion annual annual content budget. Uh, I don't think you can lose for them when it comes to their content budget. They have a captured audience that will buy anything that they sell. I mean, if Tim Cook started selling his shits and signing them on a placard, people would buy the fuck out of them. I mean, that audience will buy just about anything from Apple. And they, they're into the the ecosystem, which is fine. I mean, hey, you know, whatever. But I got to tell you, man, if you're an Apple phone, it's getting real damn expensive to buy all their stuff. I think one of my friends from Forbes uh, outlined just all the payments every month for the services. And it was like over 100 $150 or something just for if you buy like all of Apple stuff, their monthly subscriptions they have now. Um, let alone, you know, God knows what you pay if you buy like their computers, their phones, their iPads, and uh, whatever else, their headphones, and whatever hell else they are selling. I will say this though, I did stop by an Apple store a while ago, and I was impressed with the sound of the Beats. So they've done some updating to the sound of the Beats headphones. So I was impressed with them. I didn't have any reference headphones. I wish I would have had my Master and Dynamic headphones to take with me, which I feel are the best, and I wear during the podcast. You'll see all the time. Um, and I highly recommend Master and Dynamic. Go to masterandynamic.com. Uh, they have great headphones uh, and little earphones now. they got great earbuds now. and uh, But for me, the reference uh, headphones I always use for consumer headphones are the Master and Dynamics, I guess, stuff. Um, I think there's a version of Bowers and Wilkins that I also like that... Uh, uh, does their Bluetooth, but uh, they've got a great Bluetooth uh, headphones for Master and Dynamic now with uh, A and C uh, noise canceling uh, headphones that I take on flights with me. I really love the product, and and they just put so much into the build. It's just excellent. I don't know if it's the best NC on the market. We haven't tested all of them, but it does a great job for me. So they're wonderfully comfortable. The sound is excellent. This is turning into a Master and Dynamic commercial, isn't it? I love them that much. Sue me. Um, and I've got, I don't think, 10 headphones running around here that we're up for review right now and everything else. Um, I love when people argue, it's not the best headphone. Uh, well, I there's a lot of reference points we're using around the review office here, the Chris Voss show. So uh, either my ears are crazy or we have a lot to 
compare. Anyway, let's wind down to The Verge has a story um, talking about how works with Nest is winding down. Let's see how I led that in. Google shares new initiatives to securely automate homes, including limited home routines and device access opt-in. Uh, if you're not paying attention, basically what Google's doing is they are walling off their garden. Uh, they uh, unveiled a new Nest Wi-Fi router, which is mesh capable and lacks Wi-Fi 6 coming in November for 269 for two-pack. And Google enabled Nest Wi-Fi point. Why would you not want Wi-Fi 6 if you're going to buy a new router? I don't know why, man, but it's pretty cheap. I mean, if you're paying 269 for a two-pack, is that for... Are they two units as one, or are they just two separate units as two that you're getting for two? I don't know, man. That sounds like, uh, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like sounds like Google's building its uh, whole new sort of walled-off garden, kind of Apple-ish, if you will. And uh, they've been cutting off a lot of APIs, third-party things. I'm not happy about it, and I am a Google fan. I I love my Samsung Galaxies from AT&T. But, uh, you know, hey, uh Whatever, they're making some changes to the system that I don't like. And I'm speaking up about it because I don't, I don't, uh, just because I like some doesn't mean I swallow it all. Uh, here we go. New York Times, Hawaii says their sales were up $86 billion. That's after America cut them off. Whoa. <laughs> 25% year over year up with 185 million smartphone shipments of 26% year over year between January and September 2019. Well, I guess they're doing fine without us. So there's that. Um, so it's really interesting to compete with the Chinese government. They can pay their way through everything, can't they? Dominance is everything. Uh, let's see here. Next up, according to BuzzFeed News, the U.S. ad agency Ads Incorporated ran a subscription-based Facebook scam whereby users rented their accounts to Ads Incorporated, which ran $50 million in ads since 2016. Holy mother of God. This is according to an investigation that's going on. And uh, wow, man, the subscription trap. So this is kind of interesting. This is more ways Facebook needs to address how much we are up for sale. This, we're seeing just more and more of the darkness. Uh, at first, everyone was like into the light. They're like, Facebook, it makes the world come together. Now we're starting to see the dark side of the coin, if you will. Uh, the coin that uh, Facebook is making all their money off of our backs on. Um, and they need to do a better job of it. We just keep finding out too many times that like, I don't know. At this point, Zuckerberg can run for president because he might be as less trustable as the guy in the office or close. I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. I don't see him as a pathological, uh, maniacal liar. Uh, but I don't know, Zuck, get it together, man. Uh, and, uh, what else do we have here? That's politics. We don't want to get in that. Um, this is kind of interesting. This is from TechCrunch. I read this uh, last night. Uh, Twitter is going to restrict user interactions with world leader tweets that it deems violates its rules, letting users quote the tweet, but not retweet like reply and share. So basically what they're doing, and this kind of addresses one key user of Twitter that a lot of people argue that because of Twitter's rules, they should be kicked off the platform. But I, I do like the fact that Twitter has said, look, 
This person clearly is someone that everyone should be aware of their state of mind, which they broadcast on Twitter. Um, and they're stable genius, if you will. And uh, so they're announcing, this is actually from their tweet. In June, we announced there are many times in tweets of the world leaders that break our rules will remain on Twitter in the public interest. We're providing more transparency and details how these decisions are made. And basically what they're going to do is make it so they can't really be retweeted, shared. Uh, if people are putting out toxic stuff. I like this idea. I think this is really cool. Um and uh, and it, I think it's important. Uh, but, yeah, the ability for people to share disinformation, to share lies, to share BS, we're starting to see an awakening of that. I'm starting to see news channels being like, we're not going to air what the liar guy said. We're not going to air it because it just uh, we're just contributing to the problem. And, you know. So there, and I, I really think that's important kind of, I mean, if anything, we need to know how bad it is, but there are people that are really impressionable and stupid who go, that's fine with me. Light up the constitution. Who needs it? All right, man. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be looking for those, uh, when we descend into, uh, a country like Venezuela, who, uh, you know, who was overrun with despots and authoritarian leaders um, who took over the economy and everything else, and now the whole country's broke. That's what happens when you let this shit run amok. You've got to have responsible leaders. Um, no public company would ever put some of these people in a boardroom or office or in leadership positions. No one. Uh, that should be your first sign right there. Um Anyway, so that's what's going on in the world. My take on it. We're probably going to go to the next segment of our podcast, which is another episode, actually. Uh, and it's going to be talking about all the things on Product Hunt that stuck out to me today and all that good stuff. So be sure to tune in for that show. We certainly appreciate you guys being here, tuning in. Be sure to share the show with your friends. Say, hey, man, you want to be smarter? You want to be a smarter person? I know that's great, but aside from that, why don't you listen to the ChrisVossShow.com because he's kind of funny sometimes, and I like listening to his voice. He has a warm voice that comforts me. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.